Ah. Uh, you, uh, you got some clean licks, Doc? Ah. Ah. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Keith Battle Podcast. If nothing else, we got the baddest beat coming in. No doubt about it. Uh, <laughs> I'm here today with my sidekicks. We got Lawrence of a Randolph. Randolph. Of a LRP. That be uh, me. Larry. That be me. Page. That be me. Huh? What you see. Huh? <laughs> and none other. <laughs> well. Than the soundtrack of love. Well, put some respect on it. Huh? Put some respect on it. Uh, marriage readiness king. I'll put some respect on it. Put some respect on the it. Family man. Well, well. Huh? Young I my school help coming. And new school. I put my help coming. Son, yeah. young moon. Yeah, combination <laughs> boomer and millennial. <laughs> the man. All wrapped up in one. Twenty. Yes, sir. James Antoine. What's up? What's up? What's happening? How was y'all's week, man? Doc. Thank God race. it's Friday. Rat race. Yeah. We're good, though. Yeah, it's great. Thank great. God it's Friday. Yeah. We're engaged. We're engaged. And employed. And we're employed. <laughs> Touch your neighbor. That's a blessing. <laughs> That's, That's a blessing. A blessing. blessing man. Hey, we want to thank all y'all for listening to us and tuning in to the podcast. You know, we, we think it's funny. It's just, it's really just us like we sitting in the barbershop or riding in the car doing what we usually do. And we just decided to record some of these conversations um, and share them with you all. So thank you so much for that. And um, we're excited about today because we're going to tackle something today that we think will inspire everyone who's listening in. And don't forget to hit us up. Check us out live. We're going to be talking about dreams today, y'all. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> How you do that? Oh, man. I'll be dreaming. Yeah. We <laughs> Vanessa Williams, give him a little something. Hey, Vanessa Williams. Huh? Don't start it. <laughs> huh? Park your car. Vanessa Williams <laughs> is a problem. Do a two-step. For the brethren. <laughs> We're trying to stay focused. It definitely is a dream. <laughs> if you're right, I'll offend you. Well. you. Pluck it out. Pluck out both of them. Just pluck out both just just green. Yeah, yeah. Just <laughs> get you a couple of patches. I'll be dreaming. <laughs> That's a what she said. Huh? I'll be said. dreaming. That's what we're going to talk about today, y'all. So get your pad and pen. I want you to be able to refresh your dreams. Wake up your dreams. Be able to uh, start thinking about uh, how we're going to accomplish our dreams because it's one thing to have one, it's another one to reach it. It's a whole different ball game. So we're going to talk about dreams today, vision, purpose, some of that fun stuff that we enjoy talking about. So let's just dive right into today's content, guys. Mm -hmm. I think dreams start when we're kids. That's why I think it's important to never let the little kid in us die mm. because mm -hmm. that person believed the impossible before the adult life kind of suppressed into us normalcy. Mm. Wow. But when we were kids, we just kind of believed like we could be Superman or whatever. Yeah, that's huge, man. So, yeah. So talk about your dreams. What, what, what kind of stuff did you dream about when you were a kid? Wow. Mm. Like what did you dream of being or dream of doing? Like when you were just in your room at night and, you know. When I'm alone in my room with my people. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. There it is. That's another rap song? It's LL Cool J, man. We need man. to get you to. Man. Ladies to love. To if y'all ever want to <laughs> just just exclude me, <laughs> <laughs> just start talking about rap music. I, you know, as, as a kid, I think I was weird. I don't know if I really thought about dreams in that context. I just want to have fun. Mm. But if there was one person that always resonated, it was Dr. Martin Luther King. Mm. Really? Yes, sir. I was always enamored by 
just uh, I loved it, his communication, even as a kid. I was a weird kid, though, so yeah. you can't use me. You said, yeah, you were really weird. <laughs> wow. So, you know, I, there was something in me that always looked forward to being able to communicate to masses. Wow, so you dreamed of being a communicator, platform, saw yeah. yourself on a platform, yeah, I didn't, people and stuff? I, yeah, I couldn't articulate it in that sense as a yeah. kid. It was, But for a kid, at least elementary school, to be attracted Right. To someone that does that as a yeah. profession. It was just sometimes, you know, dreams don't always, they're abstract. They're not always clear. Yeah. But I know? see that as a dream. Yeah. You see yourself on a stage communicating yeah. to masses of people. Yeah. That's, mm-hmm. that's a dream. How about yeah. you, Jimmy? What did you dream Man, about? When I was a child, I used to dream. So there was this movie that came out in the 80s called Top Gun. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> I don't know what it was. But I just saw myself as Maverick, who was he was Tom Tom Cruise. Cruise. Tom Cruise, and, and so I was movie. just enamored. And then my dad was at some point in his life was in the Navy, uh-huh. and my grandfather was in the Army. Okay, and you know they both named James Marshall too, uh-huh. and hit my great grandfather was in the Army. So I always saw myself being a pilot, being a fighter pilot. As so a, was in the Air Force, maybe. Yeah, in the Air yeah, Force yeah. or something like that, you know, as a child. Uh-huh. <laughs> now, yeah. when I started getting a little older and I realized that... Uh, <laughs> you got scared, dumb, you scared of heights. <laughs> yeah, what that meant? I ain't scared of heights, though. Yeah. Well... We are. We know who is. That would be <laughs> me. You actually fulfilling your dream on some level? A pilot? Yeah. How? You, you, you fly this plane. <laughs> yeah, you do. Direct it, man. Yeah, you transfer. All right. You're out of control. Crash and burn. Yeah, you do, though. No, that's a good point. But, man. you know, the interesting thing, like, I like what you said when you're a child, you actually believe, like, so what I would do, I would pick a little corner of my house, and I had these, like, little, they weren't Legos. They did, like, these little pipe and snap little things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I would make, like, a little arm, like I was really flying a plane. Wow. And be in the corner and just making the sounds in the whole nine yards. And it was something <laughs> in my do head. Do it, man. Do it. Do the I mean, sounds, like man. No, no. Come don't on, do the sounds, Doc. You no. got to do the whole you know, thing. Do not and then encourage do that. Do the whole thing. Really? Everybody, like, this dude walked right into that. That was a That was That was a gun. You know? Yeah, yeah. Let's do the plane sound And then my gun. No, that was more of a car. Yeah. Yeah. And for anyone that's listening right car. now, we highly <laughs> encourage if there's medication needed, at least for Pastor Marshall, we need to make sure he takes it. I don't know. That was my dream, man. Yeah. I, I just yeah. I saw myself as <laughs> and you know what's interesting, these headsets make me feel like I'm yeah, in the military again, you there know. You so I maybe I am a comic in my dream. I told you you're you flying, know? man. <laughs> you're flying. You are a maverick. You are a maverick. Amen, no amen. doubt about that. <laughs> when I was a kid, I dreamed of being in the NBA, the NFL. You had Boxing. skills? No. Yeah. I mean, I can play basketball and football. You had football. some basketball skills? Yeah, I can play basketball and football. But I, bl- I dreamed of being a boxer, playing in Major League Baseball. Your I just dad played being, Major League Baseball. My dad did man. play. Played with Pittsburgh Pirates. I just, I just um, you know, I would dream of being the star of the team, hitting the game, winning shot. You know, when you're outside right. and you're by yourself and you do the 5 4, 3 2 1, yeah, and then you shoot the ball. And if it don't go in, you call timeout. <laughs> timeout. So, um, yeah, that's what I dreamed about. I dreamed of being a, a professional athlete. I think that was the most inspiring thing to me at that time. Okay. And it's interesting, as we talk about grown-up dreams, what I had, when I thought about, like, what do I dream as an adult? To be honest with you, I still dream that same stuff. Really? Really? When I'm on the toilet. 
There we go. <laughs> TMI. This broadcast is officially fried. Uh, when I'm on the throne. And that's what, in the bathroom. You, I literally you think about – being playing for the Drop, Lakers, dropping buckets, literally. <laughs> yeah, game winning. Taking you know, the Browns to the Bowl. Yeah. What team? What was your favorite team? Taking the Browns to the Super Bowl. <laughs> um, I think, yeah. Which I guess, I guess, is a reminder that there's still a little kid in all of us, right? Right, right. I know I'm not going to NBA or NFL or any of that stuff, but I still dream of coaching. I was going to say the same thing. I still do that, right? You, you, you in the NBA? Yeah, yeah, you I'm can still coach. We're, still in there. We're starting the Zion's Warriors team. Shameless <laughs> plug. I do, I do chapel. chapel. I do chapel. Say. Yeah, but you count. I pray with the guys. Oh man, <laughs> hey man, you should, you should just coach. I believe I could beat you know a couple of them. We should if do it was like a, a quick game to one, and I took out first with your and hands. They, and they couldn't check me. With your hands? <laughs> no, just, oh, okay. just shoot real quick. Hey, you know, at the when we do the church cookout this year, we should do like a staff. A passes versus congregations basketball game, and you can coach it. I can coach it. Yeah, or or, or I, maybe we can I do would, like a I would injure myself. like a flag football thing. Nah, too physical. Uh, it's too many people that don't like that don't like me. You would. Then I would just <laughs> really take you. Really? Yeah. They just yeah, want to put yeah, a notch yeah. on their Oops. belt. Flag yeah. on the play. Got them. Yeah. <laughs> say something else about me <laughs> in your sermons. So 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 <laughs> when you're grown up, right? I'll start with the grown up dream. So I do still dream about being a, um, you know. Uh, Stuff I dreamed as a child, but I also dream now about wealth mm-hmm. and success and and fame and family business. You know, I have organizational dreams right. for the companies that I'm blessed to run or the, the ministry that I'm blessed to lead. So, you know, and I think that's important. Like, I almost feel like as a Christian as I was growing up, and I don't want to go back to too, too deep a theology, but I almost felt like it was se- it was secular or immoral mm-hmm, sure. or a, a little carnal to dream of being wealthy sure. mm. or famous. Sure. Of course, like you just kind of had to, you know, kind of, you know, be careful with that. Like, right, right, like, right. Don't be careful now. Right, don't, don't, don't right, right. Get out there. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I don't know if that's been your experience, mm-hmm. but I really have dreams. Of you don't want to have a private jet. Yeah, I, I, I have I have really grandiose dreams of being comfortable. Right. Like financially and everything like and um i plan on pursuing them like sure. so hopefully i'll be hopefully that will not uh be a uh deterrent in any way for me going forward hmm. anyway that's it that's it how about you guys and your so I was your you what up with comedy you that was part of the dream oh yeah, yeah. I'm like, yeah. that's yeah. a good ask, point that was a, i did you were I operating did. in that oh yeah i wanted to be a comedian for sure that wasn't even a dream. That was like a desire. Like that was like that was like my pathway. Right. Right. I wouldn't. I almost consider a dream like a fantasy. Like when I was a kid, ah, okay. I really thought I could really be a successful comedian. I thought I could just do stand up and. So I mean, I mean, as an adult, what's the? How do you distinguish between a dream and a desire? Okay. Huh. I mean, like you talk about your dreams Good. now. Right. Right. So as a kid, when I was dreaming, it was like far fetched. Right? right. 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 What I dream about now, I actually. The difference between a dream and a desire now is I actually have a plan and an uh, objective to get there. I got you. That's good. That's good. Yeah, that That's makes good. sense. That's I mean, good. like, because, you know, there's there's some, like, desires that that I have, you know, now. Right. They may be more dreams, but I don't know. Well. We got to start somewhere. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 think, I think now dreaming – 
I think we can distinguish. If you're saying I want to, I want to open up for Bruno Mars, right? And you know you're right. not an artist, right? Right. right. Well, I mean, you, you can depends. think about that sometimes. Like, yeah, man, I just want to open up for him. Right. 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 But, right. But I think we're able to clearly distinguish. But there might be some, there there may be some professional dreams that you have, or some financial dreams, or even domestic dreams or mer- relational dreams that we have that are more reasonably attainable. Right. I would say. Right. And I I think, right. You know, to not have a a a, you know a plan to move me towards my dreams is just, I think that's the challenge for people. Yeah. Not having a, a plan. But, I, I mean, are you all open to share, like, what you dream of as an adult, or you don't want to oh, yeah. share that yeah. on yeah, a, a public platform? And I mean, you know, all the stuff is kind of mixed together, dreams, vision, purpose. Yeah. I mean, you, we can tease it out. Um, my, my, I love building people. I like mm-hmm. seeing people and teens um, develop. I think my whole life has been about taking a raw potential, something that doesn't look like much, mm-hmm. and building it up. So I actually want to build a business around that, around um, managing gifts, talents. There was a test I took one time called Strength Finders. Yeah. Man, mm-hmm. that was like that. Marcus Buckingham did that, didn't he? It, was yes. he one of the authors of Yes. Mm-hmm. And it, what he essentially does is it helps people to see um, what their gifts are. A lot of people have incredible ability, mm-hmm. um, and they really don't have anyone to help pull it out mm. and yeah. then help to create a plan for them to use it. So Marcus Bun- Buckingham. Buckingham, is, yeah, Strength yeah. Finders 2.0. 2.0. That's a yeah, book. Yeah. Y'all want to go grab that? Yeah. Marcus Buckingham, yeah. Strength Finders 2.0. Yep, so Good I want to build a team to do that. A lot of small businesses are working in their business, not on it. They don't have the re- they don't know how to maximize their resources because they're just so tied up. Right. So right. Um, I would love to do. When you shared the vision for Zion Church, we were in the barber chair. I mean, it wasn't the only time you shared it, but hearing people say, "Man, this is what I got to work with," and seeing that thing go from the ground up to something great is exciting. Uh, great, um, great, great, great. Yeah, I think I think when you talk about. Because you mentioned vision, too, right? Sure. And purpose. And yeah. I don't know if, if, Pastor James, if you shared your dream yet. I want to hear yours first. But Was then I want to come back. Yeah. Well, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think building. Building yeah. people. Yeah. Teams. Yeah. I think, I think that's why you're so, you know, some people struggle with delegation, right? Mm-hmm. Like, like empowering people to support or service. Like, but because that's your wiring and team, like, you – you're probably on the opposite extreme. Like <laughs> here, I want to lift you up. Like, right. like you move from, as Jake's Bishop Jake says, you move from being on the stage to becoming the stage, providing a stage for others mm-hmm. to to yeah. to uh, to to release them and to, you know, empower, empower them, them to do what they do. So I think yeah. that's pretty cool. But before we before we go into the distinguishing gifts, vision, and purpose, I think we should give definition to each one. Sure. I want to hear. Pastor James, what do, what do you dream yeah, about? Yeah, so, you know, my dream as an adult now, I really want to create a a line of resources for minority families. Mm-hmm. Like, whether it be books mm-hmm. or events, yeah. um, speaking engagements, you mm-hmm. know. I always saw, s- s- in, my, in my mind, having, like, one of those really big centers mm-hmm. that – Minority families can go. I mean, not not to be exclusive, but I really think minorities are are 
there's not enough resources for minorities. Yeah. You know, because a lot of the family resources that I, I often see mm-hmm. are resources where when the family comes from wealth and, you know, things like, you know, when there was a trust fund set up for them. But I'm talking about like the, the families from, you know, low income areas mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. didn't have the resources to pay for a $200 counselor sure. or didn't have the resources to go to a big conference. But I see myself having this big center and, you know, low-income families can come to this center and be able to get everything from counseling to trainings to workshops. They can have birthday parties for their children, and there would be a whole section in there for that can host children parties. And, you know, it just be like a, a big family center, wow. you know. So, wow. you know, people in these, you know, low-income and, uh, you know, minority-based areas can come to this place, man, and Wow. And get the the help that they need sometimes, and it and then not being like under a church. So right, right. you know, while it will be uh, very much so like spiritually inclined, and that's mm-hmm. my faith. So if, sure. I, if I'm running it, then it's going to obviously have something, some level of that. Yeah. But I, I really saw it as just something that can present a moral standard, you know, for for, for families. And so I don't know. So that that that's that that's my dream. I'm not s- certain. If you know, if it had ever happened, but you, work you know, hopefully, you maybe working. as a result of our conversation, yeah. you can tell me what I need to do next. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for a small fee, we'll give you the steps. I think that's good. It, it, it definitely fits your strength zone and your passion, and you know how you're wired mm-hmm. overall. And I just love the fact that you know you see, you can see it like mm-hmm. in its full grown state. Oh my right? gosh! Like yeah. that's what I love about it. Like. Mm-hmm. When you can see something full grown, even though you know there's a there's a chasm between my reality and that dream, right? Mm-hmm. But if you can see it, you know everybody says that if you can see it, you can do it. Like, yeah. but I first got to see it. If I don't have that's vision, right? right? Right, right. So that's a good transition into vision because, you know, if you were to give a definition to vision, mm-hmm. when we talked about dreams, and mm-hmm. you said jokingly before we before we started recording that the best dreams come at night, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but but if you could distinguish, what what comes to your mind if you were to dis- distinguish dreams and a vision, mm. right? Like, mm-hmm. what 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 kind of thoughts? How would you help kind of define that for a person that says, "Well, I get confused with right. uh, between a dream and a vision." Or is there any? Are we just talking semantics here? Um, or is there is there a way to distinguish it? Because <coughs> I think that's a good Damn. conversation piece. I getting think choked it's both. up, brother. <coughs> I think it's both and. Mm-hmm. I think we can talk semantics. Um, both involve sight or insight. You know, um, I think a, a a a vision is something that drives you. Okay. It moves you to act. Mm-hmm. Um, a dream is a good idea. Okay. You know. Mm-hmm. <coughs> it's okay. We our, our sound tech is is blocking out coughs. We want this to be raw. Yeah. We cool with coughs. Yeah, He's getting choked up on his you, vision. As long as you don't, <laughs> you don't slob. He's starting to get, he start to get ter- t- so teary-eyed, you, too. You said a vision drives you to action. 
beyond a dream. Yeah, he's crying. He's coughing. I know, man. We didn't play Vanessa like Williams. This, a, this <laughs> a real emotional, like yeah. conversation, <laughs> man. You guys are <laughs> foolish. Yeah, I would like to say that vision is a, it's a concrete dream. Like, you, you go from just thinking about it to what do I do? What do I need to do? It wakes me up. Okay, I'm right. talking about my personal vision now. Gotcha. It gets me up in the morning. And gotcha. I'm working on it. Yeah. Even if it's not a full-fledged plan, mm-hmm. every day I'm doing Like, if I wanted to write training curriculum as part of this idea of developing people, if you look around, there ought to be some hints of vision. Yeah, yeah well, somewhere. God told Habakkuk, make sure you write the vision. Come on. You know make people don't write, people don't write the dream, but you should write the vision. Come on, Doc. That's yeah. good. Would you have so another piece to Yeah, that? yeah. Like, I always looked at you know, vision as like a dream with skin on it, mm. okay. you know? Mm-hmm. So like my dream is to have this huge family center mm-hmm. and, you know, my vision is it'll look like a mall, you mm-hmm. know? Okay. Mm-hmm. And it'll mm-hmm. have a section mm-hmm. over here. You'll mm-hmm. enter in this way and mm-hmm. it'll have like a whole theme park component to it, mm-hmm. you know? So uh, nice. I always look at dreams as like, or vision as, a dream with skin on it, That's basically. That's good. That's good. You know. I like that. I like that. I like, you know, if I were to, decep- to distinguish a dream and a vision, I would call a, a vision a spiritual dream. Mm. Sort of like that's, that's good, what I would God. say. Maybe I'm just trying to be saved, but <laughs> I think you are saved. Yeah, you don't want to try. <laughs> Ninety nine <laughs> and a half won't, won't do. do. Come on now. We're saved by grace, well. not by works. I also think of a vision as a solution to a frustration that I have. Right. Mm. So like. Huh? Whatever, whatever we have that that um, whenever God allows us to see something that frustrates us, it's like Habakkuk saw something in chapter one, the burden that the prophet Habakkuk saw, the the oracle that he saw, the revelation that he saw, led to a vision that God gave him, and the vision was God's answer to the problem that he saw in chapter one. Mm-hmm. So in chapter two, verse two, he says, "Write the vision," which is, was was God's response to to his burden that he saw in chapter yeah. 1 verse 1. Yeah. So I believe burdens birth visions and yes. visions birth ministry or yeah. birth answers. Yeah. And uh tangible answers. But I think a vision is always a solution cuz you get frustrated like something needs to be done yes, about sir. this. Something needs to be done about the dearth of family, mm-hmm. real comprehensive family mm-hmm. services and mm-hmm. the dearth of real comprehensive building of people into mm-hmm. leaders. Mm-hmm. And then God says this is how you do it. Yeah. To me, mm. that's like ding, ding, yeah, ding. Yeah, that's yeah. the vision. Yeah. Right. You call it with skin on. Yeah. You say it's right. me the action. I think yeah. it's the answer. Yeah. Right. It's the answer, I love right? It, I love because it. we get we get frustrated. We we get first he burdens us. Yeah. Right. Then he takes the blinders off mm-hmm. and right. reveals it's a revelation. Mm. Like here's how I can fix that problem. Mm-hmm. And I also believe about a vision. I believe that a, that unlike a dream, I believe a vision always requires a team. Mm. Like when you're just dreaming about what you can do and you can accomplish, you can just right. like I'm gonna hustle this up, I'm hustle this up. But when you really get a vision, it's always gonna include you need partners to bring it to pass. You need right. this door to open. You need that resource to open. You need this relationship, and that's why you have to share the vision with more than one person mm-hmm. to get right. buy-in. And a lot mm-hmm. of people, mm-hmm. I think, lose their energy to get to the vision because they're not willing to uh, risk being rejected by sharing sure. it, yeah, right? Yeah. Sure. Will people not sure. buy into it? But you don't need everybody to buy into it. Right. Um, I've been meeting with several politicians lately, and mm. and mm. as we come up on election time in the year, uh, in this in the state where we are, in the state of Maryland, 
And you have situations where you have one politician that's working their butt off and going door to door and raising $60,000. You got another politician that raised almost a million dollars and, you know, they got like 12 donors. He's got 12 big donors. Wow. So I'm saying you don't <laughs> always need, you know, 60,000 people to give you a dollar. You might get 12 people to give you 100,000. Wow. <laughs> you know, wow. So, so, but, but it means casting your vision. You got to say, this right. is why you should invest That's in me. That's good. That's good. And I think a team dream is very, is, is very important, a very important piece to have. And if we can, before we, before we continue, I want to, when we come back from this break that we're about to take, I want to go deeper into purpose and talk about our why, why we exist, why we think we're here. Sure. But I'd like to take a moment to take a break, and then we'll be right back with you with more of the Keith Battle Podcast, mm-hmm. I'll Be Dreaming. Hey, what's up, everybody, and thank you for tuning in to the Keep Battle Podcast. I'm so glad you're tuned in today, and I hope you're enjoying our topic and discussion, I'll Be Dreaming. I hope it's influencing you to wake up the dreams in your own life. And I have a couple of resources that I'd like to recommend to you. One is, again, as we mentioned earlier in the podcast, pick up a book called Strength Finders 2.0 by Marcus Buckingham. Then there's an old book that I read by Walt Callistead called Wake Up Your Dreams. So nice little book that I read and then I have a CD and a DVD that I like to uh, offer to you called Dream Killers and Dream Killers is all about seven things that can stop us from accomplishing our dreams and one of them is settling when we settle uh, for less than what God wants for us and another one is what I call the refusal to separate when we can't let go of old relationships that really don't fit into our destiny Like everybody in our history won't fit into our destiny. And so if you're interested in that CD or DVD, you can go to sagacitycompany.com to our website, sagacitycompany.com, and you can just click on the link, go shopping link, and you can order that CD or DVD and get it to help you along with your dreams in your life. We're going to get back into today's podcast. It's called I'll Be Dreaming right now. Yeah. James, you like this song a little too much, man. <laughs> I don't want you to go home it. and have a dream about Vanessa. <laughs> yeah. Amber, he said that, not me. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what we're talking about today on the Keep Battle Podcast. We're talking about I'll Be Dreaming. I'd love to hear about your dreams. Hit us up on social media, at Larry M. Page, at James Marshall Jr. J-A-M. No, J.A. Marshall Jr. There you go. J.A. Marshall Jr. You're on Twitter and Instagram. Instagram. Yep. At Larry M. Page, P-A-I-G-E. Bam. Instagram. Yes, sir. Twitter. I'm at Keith Battle, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. You're on Facebook, aren't you, Larry? Yeah. Yeah, James was banned from Facebook. Nah, I can't be on <laughs> Facebook. Can't have people hit, trying to find me. Yeah, hit <laughs> us up. Let us know what you're dreaming about. <laughs> and... Uh, if you're watching live uh, on, on any platform that our boss is recording us on, hit us up and let us know if you have any questions. All right, back to this dreaming conversation. Guys, we talked about some terms like the difference between vision and dreams. Where does purpose fit in all of this? Like, like why am I here is, mm-hmm. I guess, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. what the purpose question is. So it's not just a 
a like a nighttime you know idea that comes like this is kind of really serious now like this is my life's assignment right mm. like, like this is I need to get this done while I'm here. Like this gives meaning to my life. Like, right. And uh, wouldn't you say they're all interconnected? Like, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. That's why I'm dreaming about this. So that's why right, I have this right. vision. Right. Yeah. That. Th- this is again. This is part of my passion. Um, part of the challenge with a lot of people when it comes to purpose is we always look at purpose outside of ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, we tend to look at Keith Battle. Want to be. Want to be him. Mm-hmm. Or we look at. Uh, somebody who's doing real estate, we say we want to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, but most successful, you know, entrepreneurs, um, people who do really well, uh, they have great self-awareness. Uh, they have a good understanding of who they are. I would highly recommend, at least for myself, I spend a lot of time uh, with self-examination. Mm-hmm. And some people may call it meditation, reflection. Having a clear understanding of who you are is a great hint to what your purpose is. Wow. To go, g- t- give me an example. Like, of, of. Like how do you, like when you get a deeper understanding internally of how you're wired and how that connects. Like maybe I'll give an you example. Sure. Yeah. So two two things. Um, I mean, people have heard of SWOT analysis for a business. Mm-hmm. You should do the same for yourself. Strengths, um, weaknesses. Strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, threats. Um, Peter Drucker, who's a big um management organizational leadership guru mm-hmm. he calls it feedback analysis where over a period of time you try to anticipate what will happen and then compare that to the results that you get it'll help you not only understand where you're strong but it also if you're off for example let's say i'm going to predict um that um, every time i'm in this particular setting i i do extremely well mm-hmm. um Let's say it's speaking. Okay. Well, if you think you're a pretty good communicator and then mm. you get up and you do it, you need to compare the results of that. What's your impact on the audience or what have you to what you thought you would do? Okay. Uh, sometimes that feedback can help you change your career because a lot of us have purposes that are not really aligned with the way that God wired us. Okay. Um, so, you know, just. You know, another thing that I encourage is, is journaling. So that's mm-hmm. part of it, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. keeping a clear record of, you know, h- what you're doing can give you some hints of, of who you are and then how to go about reaching that, that great, goal. Great, 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 great. Well, you know, there's, there's I think it was, um, there's another book. I think we've, we've, we've been blessed to read a lot about this subject, but um, the guy of San Antonio, they call him the man with the golden pen, whose name fails me right now, but he pastors a church in San Antonio, and he wrote Max Lucado is his oh name, yeah, yeah. and he yeah. wrote a book called Sweet Spot, and he talked about uh, those letter this. E's. Mm-hmm. He says when yeah. you do something with ease, mm-hmm. and you have great enthusiasm for mm-hmm. doing it, mm-hmm. and you have a lot of energy to do it, mm-hmm. and you're very effective at doing it. Mm-hmm. Those four E's mm-hmm. within right. the intersection of those four mm-hmm. E's: ease, uh, enthusiasm. Um, energy and effectiveness that's kind of um an indication of what sure. it is you're you're wired to do and gifted to do and what your purpose is and so i think that's important to understand too like so so look at adam can we use him as an example sure. for those who read the bible for those who don't read it this who's is adam exactly <laughs> 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 i'm praying for you 
I was trying to figure out. So Adam comes from the ground. Like yeah. God made him from the ground. His mm-hmm. name is a reflection of where he came from. Mm-hmm. God gives him a job as a gardener. Mm-hmm. So you 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 that's good. You you see when God makes us, He right. doesn't give us an assignment that's outside of us. Absolutely, how we wired. That's he excellent. produced yeah. a job that it literally came from how He was made. Absolutely. So if Adam and I'm not trying to be funny, but that that makes so much sense. If Adam was created from the stars, from the from the moon, <laughs> then he would have made him an, an astrologer it's or an astronaut, right? Yeah. No, really. No, no, really. That but no, that's the, he has an earthy job because he's earthy in nature. That Absolutely. makes sense. Yeah, we tend to have the capacity to manage that which we kind of came from. Right. Mm-hmm. So Eve came from a man. Right. But she has a womb. Yeah. Mm. yeah. So she can produce and manage now that which she was created from. That's how you feel? Mm-hmm. Adam came from the <laughs> ground. Yeah. But we know that men from our anatomy have – our physical structure is yeah. able to bear sometimes more brunt weight mm-hmm. than women. Right. But we are created to manage that which we we came from. That's good. You know, mm-hmm. and that's good. Um, and I'm not saying that you know that God can't, you know, like you know, I don't know, do something in somebody who didn't come from that sure, arena. Sure. But sure. It it you know it it doesn't seem like you know, like it was just by chance right. that God told Eve and Adam or told Adam once Eve showed up, be fruitful and multiply. Yeah, he didn't I, tell Adam yeah. to be fruitful and multiply before Eve showed up. You sure. know, but once Eve showed that. up, yeah, yeah, be right, fruitful right, and multiply. Because right, now right. you have the right component to actually do that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think I think what what we're saying is is how we've been wired. How mm-hmm. we've been wired, mm-hmm. right? How right. we've been designed to mm-hmm. do this. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. so, so Same. now, if somebody's got a wiring and they know, okay, this is my assignment, this is my life's work, this is what I'm supposed to do. Um, now, what are the excuses that people typically use to hold us, hold us back? We talk <laughs> about imposter syndrome mm-hmm. that freezes mm-hmm. us up. Mm-hmm. What are the things that hold us back? You know, some of the things I think that holds us back. I know one of the things that holds me back. Hairline. <laughs> he go. He said. He said your hairline. That's Larry's crazy. <laughs> the old, the old bar. That's the old barber. Him. It's starting to recede, man. It's gotta be easy on me, man. Yeah. My hairline is treating me like my father. <laughs> <laughs> it's abandoning me. Well, he did most of the time. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm just, Dad. I love oh, you. Oh man. I love you, Dad. It's just a joke. It's just a joke. It's It's forsaking me. (laughs) I want that Paul George hairline. (laughs) There we go. There we go. He brushed his head. He hit his eyebrows. Hey, dude. You know. You know. Nowadays they got these pieces that you can buy. They nice. Like like they look like real hair. I heard. I don't know how true this is, but I heard. Remember how Steve Harvey had the best shape up ever? Don't mess with Mm. Steve. No, I I heard it was. uh, I ain't going with you. No, get back to purpose. I'm not messing with Steve Harvey. Uh, You know what I'm saying? I didn't know it. He can do whatever he wants. Well, well, well. Do whatever he wants. He can put a. He can put a. (laughs) He can put. He can. He can sew. Cornrows in his head, father. I, was I hey, never. I, uh, uh, no, the, the reality. I've always thought it was his head. I did too, and I'm not sure it wasn't. But there are those who, who have have 
communicated. And until he says something about it, what don't matter now. He 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 rocking it bald and look good yeah, on. Him. Yeah, he's good. He's good. But anyway, so back to what I was saying. You excuses know, that people excuses, make. So what, what kind of things stand in the I, way? Of I, I'm not going to speak for people, but I know one of the excuses that I make. Okay. I don't know if it's an excuse or it's just my lack of discipline. I don't carve out time that I stick to to work my purpose. Mm-hmm. You, you you know what I mean? Like, I, I mean, sometimes, obviously, I'm doing some things, but right. I don't really give it time. You know, like, m- most of my time is spent because I believe I'm called in this season to fulfill or help others fulfill their dreams, sure. you know. But I still don't give a adequate amount of time to actually fulfill that dream that, you know. So your excuse could be, I'm just too busy. Too busy. There you go. I don't have enough time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? Yep. When you do, but, you know, like, man, after I do all this for somebody else's dream and I got all this on my schedule, I just don't have time. Right. I can't. I, I, can't, I can't. Not in this season. Right. Right. right, so right. Not I'll now. get to it. Yeah. Not my now. day is coming soon. Right. That right, type of right, thing. You right, know. Right. Right. Yeah. I got you. That's that's definitely an, an excuse. I, I say people use the excuse of their age. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm too old. I'm too mm-hmm. young. Mm-hmm. You know, and or I'm I'm black. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I'm I'm a woman. Women can't get away with this. Or how about this one? I'm, un, I'm undereducated. Yeah. I'm broke. <laughs> yeah, that's another B word. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have the resources. To yeah, do it, I don't right? have no Yeah. Or how about this one? I'm scared. Mm. And I'm saying all of it can be true. Yeah. But does it need to stop me? I got to know. Because I can be scared, broke, old, young, yeah, black woman, whatever, and still I gotta fulfill th- the thing that God. I got another S for you. What I'm you single. Right. I hear a lot of singles like put their lives on hold because they believe that they can't do what they've been created to do until they have they have their spouse or their wow. married or whatever. Isn't it interesting that the mother of Jesus, who was assi- her purpose and mission and assignment, because she was pure, because she was pure in an environment where there was f- it was full of impurity. Nazareth was full of impurity. It was wicked. right, right, mm-hmm. and she maintained her chastity in that context. And God chose her to give birth to the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Mm. And when she was told she was going to do it, she said just what you said. She says, how can this be? I don't know a man. Mm. Right. I don't have a man. <laughs> right, mm. right. I can't do this without a That's man. That's major. Yeah. That's like major. I wonder how many how many single women out there saying this, I can't do this, I don't have a man. Exactly. And I'm saying God says I'm going to do this without a man. That's mm. right. I, right, that's that's pretty cool, right? That's right. So I'm gonna do this without the. Tra- I'm gonna do this a non-traditional way through you. Yeah. And 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 if he's the same God who could do bring t- bring a non-traditional birth to pass, then certainly he can bring and birth a vision or a purpose non-traditionally. Right. With all all of the mm. things that we think we need. Yeah. That become our excuses not to move forward at, mm-hmm. at all. Mm. And. You know, I don't know enough. I'm not experienced enough, and on and on and on. But, you know, the world is waiting on some of us to jump out there and do something and be willing to fail, be willing to fall on our face. And I think if my my heart is right and I really really intended to make the world better and really help people, Mm -hmm. then it's okay if it doesn't work. Yeah. But if I didn't – if I did it – if I didn't do it from a place of love and real care for people, if I did it for my own image and my own ambition – then I'll be a lot more afraid. And sure. I think that's what gets in the way of people. Right. Just mm-hmm. I don't want to look stupid. 
Well, how do you get motivated beyond the excuses, mm-hmm. right? Because, like, so, you know, it's no secret you started a church 18 years ago. Yeah. That, you know, I mean, it was kind of a, like a, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, as Pastor Page tries to play footsie with me <laughs> under the table, man. Like, why are you touching yeah, my feet? a little weird. <laughs> on, and we play him. Let me stop. Yeah, so anyway. Love you, man. Next love thing you. y'all be feeding each other french fries. <laughs> 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 long as it has ketchup on it. <laughs> 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 I don't discriminate. Oh, man. <laughs> so look, so like, you know, how, you know, so you, when you started your church, and, you know, well, not your church, our church, I always do that. But when you, when you started our church, it, our church wasn't the norm. I mean, it was kind of, mm-hmm. you know, maybe other churches look, looked at us like we're a little weird. Like they don't dress up. They play mm-hmm. contemporary music, that type of thing. But, like, what was it that motivated you beyond the excuses? Like even when you wrote your book, mm-hmm. you wrote your book, you mm-hmm. did all these. What was it? What did you have to tap into that kind of motivated you beyond the excuses? I think the burden. I was so frustrated with the way people did church. That wasn't reaching people that didn't go. Hmm. It was a church that young people were discouraged by sitting in church for three hours, mm-hmm. having to dress up, sitting on pews, hearing music that they couldn't relate to, hearing messages that didn't make sense to their lives. I was so disappointed in the way that church was 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 being done. I felt like church was being done in a way that was excluding people. Mm. and keeping people out as opposed to getting people in, even though the sign outside always said all were welcome. Mm-hmm. Wow. All are welcome. Mm-hmm. I just felt that no, that there weren't enough people that were doing church with unchurched people in mind. And so I figured if nothing else, we would try to create something to see if people would come if we shortened the service, you know, relaxed the dress code, talked in language that people could relate to. Right. And... And I think, you know, that was the motivation. The motivation was the frustration. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's why somewhere connected to your purpose, your mission, and your dream, mm-hmm. it's got to be something that burdens you and frustrates you. It just it so upsets you that you got to do something about mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. And and you're really trying to solve a problem. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. I think that's that's the missing piece oftentimes of, of our dream and passion and vision is, what is the problem you're solving with this? Sure. Gotcha. Like, like don't don't just do something just because it's cool, and just because it's trendy. Do something because it meets a meets a need. Meets a need, right? And if it meets enough needs, and there's a demand for it, it'll have a lot of success, and I think it'll have longevity if you keep tweaking it. Like we're still tweaking our organization and still trying to make yeah. it make it fit our culture. Like one of the things that, as we said on our last on a few podcasts ago was just how important it is that we have community engagement, that we engage mm-hmm. in those justice issues and those social conversations that affect people of color. Mm-hmm. Like, So we have to continue to evolve, but I think at the end of the day, what motivated me was I have to solve this problem. And I hope if you're listening today, as we come to the end of this broadcast, of this podcast, I should say, that there is something stirring in you that maybe this was timely, like you needed to listen to this, or you know somebody that needs to listen to this. And maybe it wasn't anything that we said necessarily. It was just a topic. Mm-hmm. It just said, come on, wake your dreams up. Like your dream is intentional. It's not just emotional. It's intentional. It has a purpose. There's something that God wants to do through you. There's something 
higher work that you can get done. And if you're dreaming something, don't be intimidated by it. The God who gave you the dream is going to give you all the resources and tools you need to execute it. Just trust him in it. And no dream is insignificant. Like the dream mm-hmm. is attached to somebody in some system or some people it's going to make a difference in. And I, I believe that's the difference between a dream and a scheme. Mm-hmm. A scheme a scheme puts me on. It puts me on top. But a dream is always about making people better, uplifting people and making the world better. Wow. And if I get blessed in the midst of that, it's a it's kind of a a a sub subsidiary blessing from the mm-hmm. bigger like a blessing. Like a byproduct type thing. A byproduct, yeah. yeah. Thank yeah. you, man. Thank mm-hmm. you. It's a byproduct of the bigger blessing that man, this made a difference. Right, right. So so yeah. So if if Sam, if 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 King uh, the king uh, Solomon asked for wisdom and and proper heart and judgment to judge the people. God says, because you didn't ask for this, I'm going to give you the riches and all that stuff with it. Sure. But have the right motivation and be clear about your frustration because mm-hmm. in there is a revelation of what the vision is wow. and the dream and our purpose for our That's lives. Good. And so we, we just wanted to get you all thinking today, get you talking about dreams. And uh, we're so excited. Thanks again, brothers, for being with us today. Yeah. All it's been, it's always, all yeah. always all good hanging and out we'll, all yeah. the time. We'll be right back on next week with an episode that y'all really going to like. We're going to have a lot of fun with that as we talk about hard conversations. <laughs> oh, boy. How to say the things nobody else wants oh to say. Oh, boy. That's going to be cool. And we had some advice from my son that we're going to bring a guest in. And bring some balance to this. All you ladies out there that think we need to have a lady uh, on our podcast, we on it. The My man son Kendall said we need to went. add a sister, mm-hmm. uh, have, have a lady's perspective on here. So we're going to add that into the mix. And so next Friday, check us out as we talk about hard conversations. And we're going to have a lady help us. Uh-oh. It's going to be cool. Awesome. All right. Awesome. Awesome. Brothers, hey, have a great weekend. Hey man, this is always good. It's always good hanging out. Y'all always. drive safely out there. Enjoy your families. Enjoy your weekend. And it's so glad. We're so glad you joined us again this week on the Keith Battle Podcast.